Hi, I'm John Moltz. Hello, I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Welcome <laughs> to the very nutty midsummer night's dream of sex comedies. Oh, yeah. To the, yeah, turning this car around. Hi. Uh, so we should explain that yep. lovely intro. It's nighttime. Yeah. Uh, for those of us on the East Coast, it's after Everywhere. 9 p.m. Yeah. The sun 6 has set. 6 p.m. Yeah. Pacific. The booze right. has been poured. Mm-hmm. My kids are in bed. I can't Don't mind if I do. So, my kids are not in bed at all. They are up to their asses, literally, and up to my ass also. Uh, so everyone's They're asses. very short. We're all, yeah. If I'm on my knees, definitely up to my ass. Uh, in camp gear. There are three trunks open in the living room, and there's piles of stuff everywhere, including on the dining room table. And I say dining room very loosely. It's an open floor plan. So it's just kind of all one big space and it's a mess. It's a disaster. You can't, hmm. like, you're kicking things and knocking stuff over and then you're mad because someone else knocked your thing over and then, uh, don't touch my stuff. <sighs> girls in camp. Three girls, Sunday, camp. Wow. That's all I'm saying. That's all well, I'm saying. Good for you. We just came back from one of my least favorite places to go with the kids. Which is? <laughs> Hell no! Uh, we were at the, the swim club. The swim club. The swing club? swim club. Swinging club. You were close. <laughs> I hate going to the swim club, and uh, mm-hmm. but I was there because it was it was like I forget what they call it, but you know it was, it was party night at the swim club, and so we were there. <laughs> the DJ was playing tunes. The kids John were swimming. Don't. Yeah, yeah. What was the DJ okay, dropping? The, oh, there's a DJ. Oh yeah, there's a DJ. He, we, I mean, there was a. They did Dare the I ask? slide to the left, slide oh to the right, crisscross. There was some of that. There was some, uh, uh, Cupid Shuffle. They had some of that. They did uh, some songs that didn't tell you all the dance moves you should do during the songs. Uh, it was a mm-hmm. lot of pop radio. It was are a lot there, of kids doing any? Simon Says. Uh, there are a few. There are a few. But I, I was telling Lauren, I think the next million dollar idea that we can come up with is we should. Write a song that tells you the dance moves within the song. Those seem to be very popular. Oh, like Macarena isn't that, isn't or whatever. That, um, right, electric um, slide. It's that's square dancing, though. Right. Yes. To, to, but oh, you but, have to write a line dance song that's like for pop fans. Right. You hip it up. Oh. You hip it up. Hip uh, it up. Yeah, not that's, too hip. That's not a bad idea. Not too hip. Not too hip. Uh, like hip hop um, square dancing. Right. Lauren started uh, writing the lyrics. Sorry, it's like if you will. Now is when you shake your butt. Like that's the lyric that Lauren came up with so far. So we're I had a roommate in college. He wanted to do hick hop. Hick hop. Yep. Cowboy. Hick hop. Hick hop. Yep. That's hard to say. That's hard How'd to say. That I'll never catch on because that's hard not to say. Not good. Did not work out well. Hick hop. Okay. They started with <laughs> so, a Barney Miller. Like a rap about the about Barney Miller. And I'm not sure that it got better than that. Ooh. that now I'm in bad. now I'm back in. Mm. I was out and now I'm back in with rap lost, about Barney Miller. Is Lex still here? I don't even Oh, I'm still here. No, we're all back in. We had a little trouble getting Lex on this on this call. Mm-hmm. Um, just you know, a little inside baseball for um, because I know that a, lo- a lot of our listeners are <laughs> are super into <laughs> Skype. Just the meta corner, <laughs> the ins and outs yeah. of how we uh, record this podcast. Welcome to yeah. podcasting about podcasting, a show that lives inside turning this car. My around. Skype filters are full bore tonight. I'm Lex Friedman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, tonight's episode is not brought to you by Johnny Drum Bourbon, private stock. <laughs> it's not? I thought it was. Well, I am it's personally not, it's brought not to you not literally. It is um, I am tangentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I might be having a Jameson's. 
Uh, people, I'm, I got the open bottle. It's not even measured right now. That's the day I've had. <laughs> you're just, you're, you're, but you're drinking out of glass, right? I have vodka. No, I'm taking it straight from the bottle. I Are you seriously? Wow. I'm serious. Oh my god. And you know why? You're freebasing free them. Well, I'm sorry, Lex. What, what did you have? Uh, mm-hmm. Vodka and ice in a glass. Oh, nice. What kind nice. of vodka you got? Vodka and ice is nice. This mm-hmm. is absolute, in fact. Nice. Mm. Lovely. Any flavoring? Just straight, absolute, regular. Absolute. I didn't want to acknowledge the flavoring. <laughs> <laughs> strawberry peach uh, it is actually whipped cream that was what was in the freezer oh my god are you shitting me there's a whipped cream vodka <laughs> it's pretty i didn't know that when i poured it but then i taste it's like what the hell is this and that is the donald trump cream. of drinks <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh god <laughs> i'm not sure i can go on <laughs> yeah that speech last night was a piece of shit sorry listeners you know, let's segue away from the politics for a yeah, minute because I want to tell yeah. our listeners about our first uh, advertiser today. We got uh, a yay! Listen, gentlemen, you know this. Yeah, I know you know this. Uh, be conversational and make this your own. So, dudes, <laughs> homies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not all ingredients are created equal. Ingredients are not, you know, humanity. All right, some of them are better than others. It's not like you know people where we're all the same. Ingredients are different. Fresh, high quality ingredients taste better. They're better for you. Mm-hmm. You want to know where your food comes from. Mm-hmm. Right. So Blue Apron hooked us all up with some Blue Apron boxes. Nice. Cooked the Blue Apron food, which I enjoyed doing. Ate the Blue Apron food, which I really enjoyed doing because it was freaking delicious. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Here's the best part, right? When you're mm-hmm. cooking this stuff, you don't need to break out the teaspoon or the cup or anything else that you're going to be measuring with. I wear a cup when I cook, but that's just for my protection. <laughs> sure, but the course. idea is all the ingredients are pre-portioned. You have some little kids, though. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I call it. And so they, when they say, like, you know, add the miso sauce, whatever, you don't have to measure it out. You just pour in the thing they gave you. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. Check out some of the meals they had available in July. Check this out. Spinach and basil pesto gnocchi with summer squash, green beans, and fresh mozzarella. Spiced pork tacos with avocado, pickled onion, and elote-style corn. That's the one that gets me. And summer vegetable pizza with garlic, lemon, broccolini. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals absolutely free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash turning. That's blueapron.com slash T-U-R-N-I-N-G. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash turning. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I was watching, um, I've been re-watching Breaking Bad, and um, I was thinking about Blue Apron today while I was watching it. I was like, hey, he could make his tagline a better way to cook also. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get my girlfriend in on that show. She's, she said she's interested, but I, you know, we're in an election season, and she's a junkie. I don't need to watch any news. She's on it. It's awesome. It's my escape, actually. Yeah. The, the, you know, the, you guys, you know, Breaking my whole, Bad's you know my thing with this, with that show, right? I didn't, I, 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 didn't I actually don't remember. Show. You didn't watch it. Do you I did not to? watch that show. Karen watched the entire run. Why did you and choose I saw, not to? I saw maybe a half an hour, maybe See, a little more. We watched the very first episode and were not prepared and found it a little bit distasteful and stopped. And then right. I was like, you know what? Everybody keeps talking about. I'm going to watch the first episode again and plow on through. And like by episode two and like by 12 yeah. minutes in episode two, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. There's only See, I was so much in. Oh, I was in the second. He was running in his underpants <laughs> in the desert. 
Sorry, spoiler alert. But they had it in the trailers and the teasers. So My, uh, not much of a spoiler. Alert. I have a good friend who listens to the show, Frank, who mm-hmm. only hey, watched. Thanks, Hi, Frank. buddy. He Hi, Frank. only watched the series finale. Uh, for which I will never forgive him. He's seen no episodes of Breaking Bad <laughs> other than the finale. I think Frank Frank and I would have a lot in common, I think. I think that's a ballsy move. I got to say. That's part of it, that. yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so guys, uh, the yes, vacation guys. that we had where we had the, the house with the pool. Yeah. I, I, I full on get it. Like We, we left there a few oh, days yeah, ago, cool. and I'm missing the pool, I got to say. Missing right. the pool. Also missing the space. If I give you a complaint about the pool that we're building in our backyard, can you, can I do that in a supportive environment? Or I don't. You I don't know, Mister uh, White Weiner. Um, yeah. Yes, you can. You can. Here's here's Mr. the whipped cream. Earlier, <laughs> <laughs> earlier this week, they were coming to turn the pool on. Now there's still like dirt everywhere. Like it's not backfilled yet to get all the dirt back in the ground and all that. But they could at least turn the pool on. And if you were brave and not my wife, you could in theory go in if you were willing to step over piles of dirt to get there. And they come out to turn it on. They're like, hey, when the electrician was here to set up all the things, he didn't actually give power to the pump. Like we cannot turn on the pool. We cannot okay. start it and they're not available again until next week so now it's like the hottest weekend on record in new jersey in a billion years and you can't use the pool because they couldn't turn it on yep huh that is some bullshit it's like eight thousand degrees plus a ninety thousand percent humidity (laughs) yeah and the the heat index is infinity and it's the heat index is a picture of a dead uh torched uh uh, skeleton that's what it is it's all that's left I could not come up with the word skeleton for a minute there. You like that? Uh, it took a minute. Yeah, I was trying to come not up with skull. the movie. Not that's, skull. That's, that's the difference between a day podcast and a night podcast. <laughs> I'm, you know what? <laughs> if I'm there were no whipped cream and regular vodka and whipped cream vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking the Uncle uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, Star, Trek, uh, Star Wars. Oh, my God. I just did that. That's the booze. Star Wars, <laughs> episode four, where and there was a Luke comes back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luke comes back and- Boo Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> There's skeletons on fire. Uh, listen, <laughs> Moltz, I think you should watch Breaking huh? Bad. I think you should do it. I know, I know, and I know Agreed. that it's really good, and I believe so I... It's short, I, you know. It's short. In my heart of hearts, I know that it's good, and I believe that it's good. However, there's just only so much I can take. John, it's in my top You know five. what I mean? Of like a, miserable... Mis- people being miserable to each other. But they're not miserable. He gets so happy. And no, no, he gets so happy. There's some arcs. And no, and also, no, that's not right. The, the character... You know, it takes a journey, John. And um, how many I seasons know. is it? Four? I think it's five, but like most of them are, are short episodes. That's short, short seasons. Like short, short season episodes. So it's not like there's, like, we're working through Good Wife right now. Episodes. And it's great. I love it. But that's a lot of episodes. I mean, we're like will 100 say, episodes in or something. It's crazy. It does make me want to take up crystal meth. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm, not me. No, sir. Mm-mm. I think that might be a step up from what you're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well they don't sell crystal meth flavored vodka or my wife would have probably bought it <laughs> i've heard that 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 actually uh whiskey people are trying to do that too they're trying to like you know make it an easier booze to get into oh, i'm not going to say it's for women necessarily because i don't think that's oh, that's true it's for I kids i think it's for kids yeah it's like teenagers like normally you'd be like coors light or whatever oh, and then Jesus. right to the jack daniels but you know here oh it's vanilla flavored you can't even i'm really fucked up right now and i don't even know whatever bro. you know what i'm, I'm not Hank gonna lie to you. Just, yeah, go okay. ahead. i was just gonna don't say lie, that if you don't put, lie to us again go ahead if you put vodka whipped cream vodka uh and mix it with some apple juice uh <laughs> that's basically an apple pie I'm just, i just want to put that out there it's it's an alcoholic <laughs> apple pie 
All right, you, now, now you have me slightly interested. Okay, so now what? Now you've entered. You've like actually, Lex, what you've done. I have to say this right now. <laughs> Did I turn you're the now in astronomy? Dessert like drinks. you're in molecular gastronomy territory almost. You've yeah. deconstructed and reconstructed a food object without. Yes. <laughs> so that's this is his next you. business. But you were going to tell he's us. He's going to get out of the. He's getting out of the podcast advertising <laughs> mm-hmm. business, and he's getting into <laughs> pie flavored liquor. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Maltz, you were going to tell us about something to do with um, uh, yeah, uh, your son. Yeah, Hank is very interested foods. in discussing. He's not like he never he never asks to take a drink of my drink. Um, he never like you know I don't know any you know we have a Would fully stocked we have a fully stocked no uh, we have a fully stocked bar here <laughs> obviously um, and he you know he doesn't show the slightest interest in anything that's on it or anything like that. But he often asks like what's a good drink like he seems like he's preparing for when he turns 21 and he often asks like what's a good drink for a first timer <laughs> mm, like he's you like said? you know he's only, he's only got nine years to prepare and he wants to know <laughs> on that day what should i order so i'd be interested to hear what you guys think and don't say don't say whipped cream flavored vodka uh, or, i will tell you this my eldest anya has declared repeatedly. And Anya, everything she says, she holds true for years. Now, she's only nine, so how long could it be? But still, she um, she's like, I'm never going to drink alcohol. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we've told her about the dangers of drunk driving. We told her about how you can't abuse alcohol. She's right. seen us drink. I mean, she's seen us drink to shit-facedness. <laughs> like, she had to drive us home a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. sure. Um, That's just responsible parenting. But she's always, sure. she's, she, she maintains, I hope it changes, honestly, because, you know, you should have whatever alcohol in your life, but she maintains she will never drink. So, there you go. Well, yeah. yeah. Right. My recommendation for her is a Shirley Temple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my favorite he drink, Shirley, honestly, He likes the Shirley Temple. He certainly does. Gin and tonic. That's my drink. That's a good so, drink. <clears throat> That's well, probably uh, my usual that's not what I'm having right now. Uh, you know, my big thing was getting over the taste of beer. It's like if if people are drinking beer, which seemed to be like the soft drink of alcohol, I couldn't. I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> Why would I go any harder? If the, like, no, I didn't realize there was a cost benefit analysis that needed to happen because, especially in Utah, beer is a lower percentage alcohol, and so I and I so I found a beer. By the way, when I was uh, a certain age and could drive to Idaho <laughs> in the, in the and woods. get into bars, mm-hmm. literally, when you go and at that time when I was eighteen, you could drive to Idaho, walk into a bar, and get going, and it was fantastic. And the beer of choice for me at that time was Stroh's. It went down smooth, easy drinking. <laughs> Never heard good of American it. beer, not associated with any communists. No. Stroh's. Really? Where I grew oh, up yeah, in Pennsylvania, no. it was all Yingling. <laughs> Oh, Yingling. Well, yeah, sure, yeah. of course. Yeah, you have to. But but in Ohio, I went to school in Ohio, and we drank Stroh's. Like that was what we drank. Right. It's awesome. Right it's next great door. Beer. Yeah. Yeah. Sad just a to couple see doors, them just one door down from Pennsylvania. Right. I don't know there. if you know anything about geography, but I, I you know, I think <laughs> that's I how think you, actually that's, how you, that's what you call states that are right next to each other, one door down. Oh, got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm a geographician. <laughs> I, I um, just. I, I, I got people don't want to believe me on this, but and maybe we talked about this once, but like some of the, um, you know, cheap beer makers, your buds, your cores, etc. They make um, incredible summer beers like Bud Light Lime. That's a great beer. Not a good beer, not an adequate beer. That's a great beer. Just wow. Really? Bud yeah. Light Lime. 
Hmm. I highly recommend it to it you horrible. and all listeners. It's surprisingly yeah, I'm never good. Buying, I'm never going to buy that. Although I can't, I can't completely judge because I'm drinking with my um, Jameson's. I'm having a Miller High Life. <laughs> you boiler maker. <laughs> not they're separate. I mean, I don't. I'm not okay. Kidding. No pre boiler maker. <laughs> right. Right. Do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but wow. I mean, <laughs> guys, you, even if you would never buy one, when you come here, when we have movie night at the Freeman house, okay. where right. I, I'm going to serve Bud Light Limes. Where I force your children <laughs> to watch Star Wars. Hey, they all enjoyed uh, Back to the Future, by the way. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, wait, so, uh, so let's hear about that. Uh, well, we had a and show of Back to the Future. First. It was the uh, right after. Um, and it was, uh, it was good. We... <laughs> There were times when usually Anya can handle the movie, right? If we if there's anything scary, we'll talk about it a little bit ahead of time, but like she can handle it. Sierra, we told like every beat to like, look, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna look like Doc is dead. He's gonna warn him. By the way, many spoilers for Back to the Future to follow. <laughs> They're gonna Marty's gonna try to warn him. He's if you haven't listen. seen this thirty year old movie, please don't. Please stop listening right now. Marty goes back to the future. Uh, which is where the title comes from, and he still watches Doc get shot. And you think, "Oh my God, Doc is still dead!" But it's just a trick because Doc was wearing a bulletproof. Like we tell her, Sierra is still like hysterical as it's happening. <laughs> but Anya got like concerned enough that I was like, "I pause it," and Liam is like in my lap, almost inside my body, and I'm like, "You guys want me to tell you everything that's about to happen, like every detail?" Because usually it's like it's all going to work out, or he's going to be fine. But like, do you want me to tell you exactly how and why he's going to be fine? Yes, tell us all. Tell us it all so we can watch this movie without dying. So I had to explain, like, when we're two-thirds through, I had to explain everything. And then they were, like, chill and able to watch the rest. Okay. And they really want to see Back to the Future too, but that one's a no, little bit more complicated, a little not, bit scarier. Yeah, we tried. Yeah. Not gonna do it. We tried. Don't do it. Just I might let the oldest one. watch it. You know what? If you can survive the product placement, which was egregious. Yes. Uh, and as an average, you know, fellow marketer slash advertiser, you know, pro advertising person, <clears throat> uh, it was, was that much. my segue? It was a little much. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot in there. There's a yeah. Lot. Oh, oh my god. Uh, like right. I, you, th- you <clears throat> think you remember it? You go, oh, you know, yeah. There was a lot of, but then when you start watching, you're like, oh my god, this is like what? Every Pepsi. second, there's a logo. Yeah, there's like there's a lot of Pepsi. Sure. Question. Yeah. Question. Why did the little girl ask for artificial flavors in her snacks? Answer. She didn't. That's why Horizon Organic doesn't put artificial flavors, preservatives, or colors in their foods. Because kids eat food from organic milk from cows that are raised kindly without the use of growth hormones or antibiotics to super cheesy mac and cheese. Horizon makes food kids love with ingredients that parents love too. And now Horizon has new convenience snacks just in time for back to school. My kids love Horizon Organics options from cheddar sandwich crackers to chocolate milk boxes, honey snack rams to smile and strawberry fruit snacks, and even mozzarella cheese sticks, all of which are great easy options when packing lunches last minute. It makes choosing good food for my family easier. Look for the Horizon Red Snack Boxes in the snack aisle and visit horizondairy.com to see what Horizon has to offer families. That's horizondairy.com. Horizon, grow the kids. And our thanks to Horizon for their support of turning this car around. Emphasis on the turning, apparently. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> okay, I know we just came out of an ad read. so We did. Product just, placement time? No. Uh, what I wanted to say is, um, first of all, I have a, a enduring story about the company that makes the snacks we just talked about, you just talked about. <laughs> but I'm not going to talk about it right now. I'm going to give it some breathing room, but I'm also talking okay. like this to kill time so that I can jump into what I really want to talk about, which is Dude. how did the 
boy kissing his mom in Back to the Future <laughs> go? How was that? Because I think that's what everybody wants to know. So all of that was interesting. Um, first, I, I know the movie extremely well, like as well as other people know Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So like when I knew that he was going to say, like, you're going to see some serious shit. Let me get this ice out of my mouth. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when I said it was so pro right now, it's so good. when I said when he like I, I was talking, I was like, get this "Wow, piece of pie out of my mouth!" He's gonna see something really exciting. I shouted, and my kids are like, "Why are you shouting?" And I'm like, "Well, because they said bad words." And uh, they were like, "Oh, okay, good." Like they were appreciative that I had loudly censored the bad words. But when it came to the kissing the mom scene, which, by the way, when you really watch that movie as an adult, that is a disturbed movie mm-hmm. like if, if it's not yeah. michael j fox and christopher lloyd like that's a movie that you watch in horror right like the whole <laughs> yeah. storyline is like biff is a rapist <laughs> like yes. can we just like biff is going to rape marty's mom that to me is even more offensive than marty is going to try to make out with his mom and in fact marty does kiss his mom um but anyway uh but there's they no kind tongue. of right uh no but he does stare at her breasts like 15 times in a row like he he can't stop glancing down at her breasts over and over again and like he's supposed to be uncomfortable about it but he's still looking like i can handle not looking at my mom's cleavage just gonna put that out there i will say marty kissing his mom was greeted with laughter good for you you can have your drink and thank you and then when uh like when 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 they're like well what's biff doing to marty's mom's like he's being a bully he is being a bully. That's that was as deep as we went on that answer, and that was Lauren's answer, which I thought was a great one. He's being a bully. Good. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Good. 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 Thumbs up over here. Yeah. So they nice. liked it. It was a good movie. Okay. They liked All right. It. All right. How was the Dolby THX forty-seven point one system? <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. The uh, the AV guys who set it up are going to have to come back. There's a couple issues with the remote. There's a couple issues with you know it's not it's not switching things the way it's supposed to automatically. But mm-hmm. since I configured it all by hand. It was amazing. Only one time did a kid say, turn it down. And I did for a minute, and then I turned it right the hell back up. Knock it back up slowly. (laughs) First of all, they have no idea what a DeLorean is. Frankly, when I saw the movie as a kid, I didn't know what a DeLorean was, but they did think it was cool. And uh, when that DeLorean like hit 88 miles per hour, uh, you remember that, I think it was a Magnavox ad where everybody's like blown backwards. We were Mm -hmm. all based Max L. Max L, that's right. Thank you. Max L, you're right. You're right. That thing, I got the M right, uh, but that, that's fine. We were blown away. I think that was like like my first my uh, my first image of a martini. Oh yeah, like yeah. A, my first like, that. what's that drink? I think mm. I knew that ad first from uh, that John Ritter movie. Uh, Stay tuned. Is that what it's called? Oh my god! What the I, wow! That's I, I didn't think I would ever meet anyone in seen, my I life. I don't understand the, your movie Venn diagram. <laughs> It's called 80s <laughs> shitbox movies. I also want to say, when at the very I end, again, another spoiler. Wait, 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 wait no can I ask baby. a quick question? Greatest American hero, yes or no? Yes. Yes. No, I'm talking oh, about my Lex. God. Robert Culp was amazing in that. <laughs> no, However, Lex, I, have you I, seen the movie? I have, I have not seen the movie. Oh, man. See, I would have thought that would have been like right in your wheelhouse. But is, isn't the woman in Greatest American Hero, isn't she married to John Tesh? Uh, could be. Is there Connie somebody in that movie? Wait, wait, wait. Greatest American Hero was also a TV series. Am I right with that? Oh, it was was the TV series one who's married to John Tesh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of the TV series. What am I thinking of? It was awesome. I just want to say. All right. If I I was uh, incorrect, this was exciting. Was it Robert Culp? Was that that him or was it someone else? (laughs) Okay, that's it. I'm. (laughs) We're off. Whatever kid shit we were talking about, it's over, people. (laughs) I just want to say, because this is important, and I think the listeners want to know. 
I don't think they care at all, actually. But roads where we're going, we don't need roads. They're like, is the car going to... It's flying! They were blown away that the DeLorean flew in the last seconds of the movie. Nice. When that thing took flight, they just were out of their minds. By the way, Netflix version of Back to the Future Part 1 does not have the added to the VHS release to be continued. Like it's the original ending. Really? Wow. That's good. That's nice. Vintage. Okay, so I'm wrong. I, I, I was thinking that that was a movie like before it became a TV series, but it was not. No, Connie Selica. Holy. Yeah. Oh. That's Robert Mrs. John Tesh. About that. Oh, Connie yeah. Selica, Mrs. John Tesh. I haven't seen the show, but uh, I knew that. Oh, I learned that fact. Do yourself today. a favor. I, I think you would like that, Lex. <laughs> Robert Cope is so great. He's so. I, I don't even know if he was that great, but in my mind, I remember him being a standout. Like, this guy is like the no bullshit guy, but he's like got a sense of humor and he's kind of like, okay, 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 okay. Like, he's very, I don't know, just it was really well done. It was weird. It was quirky. It was a quirky show. Would yeah, you it say it was a better show than Breaking Bad? <laughs> mm, can't compare. Comedy. Comedy. Can't. There is some funny shit in Breaking Bad. There's some damn funny shit. In, there's some amazingly funny stuff there. There's also some really fucked up stuff that you should never, ever, ever see again. Is there meth Maybe once in Greatest American Hero? <laughs> there's very uh, little meth. There's no, no I don't heroin. Think, I'm not sure meth that. had been invented then. Oh, it had been invented. <laughs> uh, most of the producers were on it, I'm sure. <clears throat> after, yeah. after they got burnt well, through their coke stash. Um, cocaine, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would say... Given the uh, the years involved, definitely cocaine. Actually, speaking of drugs and trying to tie it back to kids, um, were you on drugs when you had your kids? No. Um, <laughs> John, where you live, John Moltz, where you live, it is legal to consume marijuana. What's the age minimum? Uh, I believe it's 21. I don't Got even it. know, actually, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's the same as alcohol. Got it. Okay, so if you caught him with pot when he was too young... Would the punishment be the same or di- or the consequence be the same or different from if you caught him with alcohol? Well, I don't have a good answer to that. That's okay. Like to and me, the, the reason, legality of and part of the reason easier. is that I would think I would, I would think that I would lean toward it being the same. Um, and I, but I feel like my wife would, would have a slight difference with that. Which one would she hate more? She would hate the pot more. Mm-hmm. Question. Um, but, um, and partially just because it's not like federally sanctioned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's some gray area. You know, there is a, there is an added layer there. Mm. And so the fact that it's a uh, federal law violation, even though it's not violating the state law, mm-hmm. you're saying that's not close enough for government work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I went a long way to get there, but I had to go. I had to go. That's no, that's good. It was a good it's, journey. We, we all went on it together. <clears throat> I, I was going to mention one other thing, and I've been wondering about this. Please. Uh, you know, because I don't know that beer is going to be something I introduced to my, like, uh, we actually, I had a beer with dinner tonight. We had Italian food and I had a red stripe, which is kind of a weird mixture. Mm, but it was that is Jamaican. Jamaican. Red right? stripe's a good beer. It is a good red beer. Red stripe and is a good beer. So, uh, you know, n- there was some interest, but like, eh, no. They, they, typically, they smell it and they're done. So, I was thinking about maybe that it's going to be, you know, a wine that the wine will be the the entrance, and it's going to be like a, you know, have mm-hmm. a little bit with dinner, but it's not like not always. It's a special thing, and that's going to be like not now. And that's like we've got some years before that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be, you can have a taste or you can have a sip. Like it's kind of like what's been happening with coffee. Coffee's been sort of a 
for my oldest, she loves the smell of it, and she'll have a sip of it if it's got enough sugar and milk in it. Hank but, is crazy into coffee now. Oh yeah, like like he won't drink very much of it, but he's kind of obsessed with it. Um, like he really wants to like it, and I think actually doesn't. Um, mm, but um, but he, <laughs> he like wants to get it. So we went to the we went to the beach this week for three days. Um, and when we we stopped to get gas on the way out, and he and I went into the convenience store to get like snacks for the drive. It wasn't a terribly long drive, but it was like two and a half hours. But we thought, eh, let's get some snacks. So I get, so I go in there and I'm like, fine. I get myself a, I get myself an iced green tea, <laughs> and, he, and then I like go and find him, find out what he's getting. And you know, if he had gotten a soda, it would have been, you know, that would have been okay. But usually, I mean, usually he knows that when he gets a soda someplace, it should be like a um, uh, Sprite or something, something without. And this was so we were leaving in the afternoon, so this was like four o'clock in the afternoon and I go over there and he's gotten himself a large coffee (laughs) 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 like a French vanilla coffee and I'm like what are you doing (laughs) that is awesome (laughs) there's no way you were drinking this coffee (laughs) and and it was a warm day too that was the other thing it was like it seemed like I was like oh man I need a cool drink I need to and and I just packed the car so I was kind of sweaty so it's like I want a nice cool drink and he's over there getting this giant hot coffee (laughs) you're not drinking this (laughs) find something else (laughs) that is so great that is such a kid thing to do. That is awesome. You he was just kind of like coffee. He was just like, "What? Why not?" Yeah. Did you get him like a chai tea latte at least? No, he got a. I don't know, forget what he got. I think, yeah, I think he ended up with beer. a sprite actually, or a root beer. One or the other. Usually, when like we go to that place, he gets a sprite or a root beer. I, uh, you know, uh, as a Jew, which I mm. am, mm-hmm. uh, every year at Passover, you have the uh, the old four cups of wine. Okay, so in Passover, you're supposed to drink four cups of wine throughout the evening, one of multiple Jewish holidays where we kind of drink to forget our troubles in a way, like mm. you're supposed to be drunk mm-hmm. by the end of the evening. Yeah, uh, More so on some other holidays, but there's four cups of wine on Passover. What's going to happen? And I had the Manischewitz. You guys are familiar with Manischewitz, uh, right? Yes, oh, yeah. I am. That's a thing that non-Jews are, uh, mm-hmm. non-Jews are aware of? Okay. So <laughs> I had is my there, four wait, cups of Manischewitz. Is there another kosher wine level like above that that's like better? I oh, there so. are there are many other kosher wines. It's a little harder to get kosher for Passover wines, which is even weirder. But um, Manischewitz was like the kid wine, the grown-up mm. strength, the fancier wines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. and I, nobody noticed that I was draining my cup each time. <laughs> you're supposed to sip so, it as a kid. Right? I uh, <laughs> right. You're supposed to like. It's not that you have to drink four actual cups. Right? You can do it as four sips. You know, like four different whatever. Gotcha. But yes. I kept getting the glass refilled because it was good. It was real good. Mm-hmm. It was real, mm-hmm. real good. And <laughs> damn straight. I went to sleep. You know what? You guys are the best family to have by, a Passover with. By by the tail end of the Seder, and I'm probably I Diano, motherfucker. Nice. Nice reference. I'm cracking up. Like I'm just laughing my ass off. I go to sleep laughing my ass off. It was a Friday night because the next day was Saturday, which makes it even a longer Passover Seder, by the way. So the Saturday, we would always mm. go to synagogue in the morning. I wake up laughing, and I laugh through the entire morning service in synagogue because oh I was still right that uh, <laughs> drunkenness wave. <laughs> and I never stopped drinking ever since. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> 
Well, speaking of family-friendly guys, sure. Uh, the Radio Adventures of Eleanor Amplified is a family-friendly, fun radio adventure series available online that's appropriate for kids of all ages. Recommended for kids aged eight to twelve. I got some of those. Listen together as world-famous radio reporter Eleanor foils devious plots, outwits crafty villains, and goes after the big story. Eleanor's pursuit of truth takes her into orbit, out to sea, through a scary jungle, and into the halls of Congress. It's perfect for long car rides this summer. Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air, recommends the show saying, and I quote, Eleanor's adventures may be intended for kids, but like Looney Tunes, there's plenty of jokes for adults, too. The series is written and produced by John Sheehan, who I work with every day on Fresh Air, and I remain in awe of his audio wizardry. By the way, I really have listened with my family. We really enjoyed it, and it is truly audio wizardry quality. Eleanor will spark laughter and conversation the whole family will enjoy while preparing kids to appreciate journalism and make smart media choices in the future. The first series will have 10 action-packed episodes. It's produced by WHYY in Philadelphia. You... Even you can listen to the Radio Adventures of Eleanor Amplified on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite programs online. Visit whyy.org slash Eleanor for more information. That's whyy.org slash E-L-E-A-N-O-R for more information. Did you guys check that out yet? I'm sure you didn't, but you should. If you got any more car trips or anything, you got to check it out. uh, Had I driven back from the Mm -hmm, vacation mm -hmm. house, I would have done that. However... I was on the train and I was on the train with my youngest and my girlfriend's oldest and the Marlo just crapped out. She like, I'm done. <laughs> train put her out. By the way, highly recommend the LIRR to get out to that area. It was lovely. No traffic, cheap with the family tickets off peak. Very The locals call it the lure. Lure. Sure. I'm not, th- I'm not quite there yet, but we, uh, we used that Eleanor show. We used it uh, as uh, instead of a bedtime story for Ryan. We finished a book series, and then we started using oh, that for that's a while. good idea. It was fun. Yeah. I'm I'm rocking the the Junie B. Jones for Marla right now, and she wants mm-hmm. me to be more dramatic when I read it, and so I really try to adopt what I think Junie B. Jones sounds like. I don't know if you both are familiar with that uh, book. No, I'm pretty series. familiar. Um, I am not at all. Junie B. Jones is a precocious five year old as the series starts, who's in kindergarten. And she's kind of a kid who's very blustery and yells in all caps. And the, the I think my favorite example is that she refers to her grandpa as Grandpa Frank Miller in all caps. Like, that's how she talks about him. My Grandpa yeah. Frank Miller. <laughs> and it's so... That, grandpa Frank Miller! Yeah. And, yes. And it's like... Uh, it's very much like... You know when you drop your kids off at school and there's the really precocious kid that's around that you hear or whatever mm-hmm. you go to the school thing in kindergarten and you, you're like, mm-hmm. that's the Junie B. Jones character right there. That's okay. yeah. And she's got a friend, like she refers to her friend grace as that grace always. <laughs> and that grace it's it's very funny anyway. So I'm reading that and what's happening now because we're all together is we don't all have our own bedrooms at this apartment in New York city. <clears throat> There's uh, three kids in the room and I start reading to Marlo. I first I apologize to them, and then I start reading. And then by the end of whatever we're like reading, however many chapters we get through, they're all wanting to see the pictures, and like they're into. <laughs> it's really funny, and and you know the oldest is you know what, what, eleven, so she's well out of the Junie B world. But I think they like the that I get into it, and I super get into it. I got to say, I'm proud of my reading of Junie B. Jones. I could do some serious damage with books on tape with that. When you, man. 
when you, when you read books though for the kids do you do voices and stuff uh, yeah hell yeah every character gets a voice for me and i typically yep. this is where i try out my impressions like so if i want to work on mm. my donald trump or if i want to work <laughs> on my christopher walken whatever it is like that's who the bad guy in the book is going to be like, <laughs> nice but they have to be like you know it takes weeks sometimes to read a book if it's a long one and we're reading for like 20 minutes a night or 10 minutes a night uh, but those voices are consistent okay listen <laughs> listen <clears throat> uh i just want to say for our listeners uh welcome back to podcasting in the podcast mm-hmm. uh moltz mm-hmm. has thrown some shade armstrong's way <laughs> in the i message chat i'm just saying and i quote this we are a parenting podcast Jones is going super good right so here's the thing you know yes you're, we've you're talked about skype latency that's and- all i'm saying we've had our skype latency conversation i figured it might be good to throw out to certain parents who may not be familiar with Junie B. Jones, that that is a good, fun thing to read. And the funniest part about it all... Available wherever books are sold, by the correct, way. Correct, <laughs> correct. Was in kindergarten, Lita was reading, and the teachers were letting her take books home, and so they were like, listen, we've put this book in there, and it's about, you know, it's called Junie B. Jones, and some parents seem to have a hard time with it, so I want to make sure you're okay before. I'm like, what are you talking about? Send it home. It's not like... You know, like Caligula's greatest hits or whatever. You know, like it's Caligula's at what greatest age, conquest. At what age do you think kids should start reading Caligula's greatest? Sophomore hits? college. Sophomore college. <laughs> um, so uh, hmm. you know, I'm like whatever, and I start reading it, and I am dying. And Lita's kind of like, I don't. Why is it what's so funny? Like she wasn't quite sure what was so funny, but I think by the time a kid is six and seven, they get it. But but. When they're five, I don't, I'm not sure they fully get the Junie B. Jones world and the how she is. But Marla thinks it's really funny. She loves it. So mm. thumbs up. She's got good taste. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when, uh, when we were at the beach, I, t- I happened to take our old Apple TV with us, mm. um, which is something I had not done before ever. Um, and I thought it seems like we often go to the beach or someplace where we're in, uh, you know, a hotel or in this case it was like a like a little house we rented and uh i feel like turning on the television with cable is just a nightmare mm-hmm. yes which i hate it so i thought well I'll be re-, and i knew that they had wi-fi i thought yeah maybe this is a good idea maybe you know maybe we'll and for the first two days we didn't do anything and then all of a sudden he said hank said he wanted to watch willy wonka which was really out of left field uh, wilder or like, Depp wilder thank oh goodness God. okay there is only one there is only that's one. what i was gonna ask you about that i was gonna i saw that photo the greatest quote ever it's so good it's such a great movie there's so many great there's so many great quotes in that movie wow um, but so uh so i rent it i mean and we we own it at home you know we like i got the dvd years ago and so we had it at the house and i kept i tried to connect back to <laughs> <laughs> do mm-hmm. back to my Mac to get the, you know, get the video file. And I couldn't get the video file. I was like, Oh, let's just rent it. So we rented it um, and watched it while everybody else was being, you know, torturing themselves by watching the Republican <laughs> convention. <laughs> and it was awesome. It was just great. I mean, we were all sitting there laughing and having a good time and eating pizza. And it was really good. Would you say that Gene Wilder's performance was huge? <laughs> good energy let me just really say really good energy. a lot of people don't like gene wilder i love gene wilder i can't do him fantastic performance I'm glad that i can't believe me <laughs> lex is a little too good at it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i do it all the time and my wife hates it like we're so close to divorce because of it <laughs> she's like no do not get in bed 
with Mr. Trump. <laughs> You're right, right. Mr. Trump, I'm not I'm not married to Mr. Trump, please, please. I'm yeah. I'm huge. <laughs> I'm, I'm huge. <laughs> Did you hear that there was someone there was like this uh oh god, like another rat hole, but um mm-hmm. uh a link going around to a some podcast that had like a, a parody of him calling in years ago and oh um talking about how great he was. Oh my god. <laughs> some radio show it was really no. good. I'll see if oh. I can find it up in the mission notes, but um, okay. it was delightful. Oh. oh my god! Seriously, hour and fifteen minute speech last night he's, he's was gone. the worst. He's gone. In the he's history. gone. And he's in. hello. This is Madonna. I just want to say how I really want to date Donald Trump, but he's too busy. I can't. I try and call him. I can't get him on the phone. Oh my god! I've heard the original like, of that. Mr. Mr. Really Trump, funny. we know. We know it's you, himself. Mr. Trump. Yes. Yeah. No, no. This is Madonna. This is. <laughs> oh my god so good boy oh boy well gentlemen Uh, uh, kids huh am I right hold up hold up he's got one more thing did I talk about the the van I rented to get all these kids to camp did I talk about that you did I don't think I can talk about it enough I'm very excited actually (laughs) I'm going to drive that thing but it's the same van right it's the van you rented the last time. I don't know if it's the exact same, you know. No, no. Literally. <laughs> okay, I'm not same. sure the license plate is the same. Yeah, the mo- model. Yes, it's the same. They've, they've parked it there for a year and a half and they're waiting. No. Um, I'm just excited. It's, I don't know. It's a dad thing. Like, I, there will never be a minivan in my life that, I, that I, I can't see that happening ever. And there's something I don't, I've talked to other guys about this who they're, you know, like they're, they don't care. Like minivan, fine, whatever. They don't have a thing about it. But there's something about driving the vehicle with everybody in it. There's just something about piloting a vehicle. I don't know. There's something about it. I got a thing for it. I got to say, piloting a vehicle. That's what. So that's how you would describe driving yeah. Yeah. this um, the boat, bateau yes. mouche, mm-hmm. bateau mouche of a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys talked about your trips because you went with your kids. We did a trip last week, last weekend without the kids. Um. Oh. And you did the, you did the you did the Trump voice the whole time and did not get laid. <laughs> Huge. Um, we actually went to one of those resorts in the Poconos with like the. Uh, oh my god! We didn't get one of the rooms with it, but we got you know the one of the places where they have like the champagne glass tubs. And oh whatever. my god! Like so, it was it was like hotel doing it. I think was the name, and <laughs> uh-huh. we were there with another couple because we it was it was because it was swinging you know, and was that doing kind of weekend. Right. And because uh, they, they had a group on swinging it, so we got our group on. And uh, but the, no, the interesting thing regarding you know, a key party is really hard when there's just two sets of keys in there. <laughs> we well, luckily, I know what my keys feel like, so I could avoid them. But uh, we did not FaceTime with the kids while we were away, like we huh. we did FaceTime with them on the first day. We were gone, we were Friday, Saturday, Sunday, back on Monday, so. Uh, I guess Friday afternoon we FaceTime them and it was like a super shitty connection. They were having too much fun with grandma. So like nobody wanted to talk. So it was like, fine, whatever. And then we just kind of let it go after that. And we, you know, we did exchange texts with Anya on Saturday, but like they were fine and we were fine. And it was pretty interesting. It was the the first time we've done a trip where we didn't like make it our need to communicate with them each day because they were having so much fun. Like it was almost easier for them not to miss us if they didn't hear from us each day. Exactly. exactly. So it worked out well. Okay. So now we're just giving them away. <laughs> Sweet. I have to share a story. This is this is I've waited the entire show to share this story, which is related <laughs> to absolutely nothing we've talked about except for that it's about kids. Okay. So 
Um, my girlfriend's stepfather is, uh, he's like into the ocean and water and sea. He likes to be close to the water. Um, he worked as a conservator uh, in the Hudson River and teaches stuff in nature. He's a super nature guy. And uh, he's great in, at explaining things to kids. So they went and got lobsters to eat. And, you know... I love uh, lobsters to eat. I don't like them to keep as pets. Right. So, I, you know, my kids... The f- they know food as a shrink-wrapped, um, sanitized-for-your-protection thing that we put in the cart in the store. And so here are these lobsters in the sink dying because, you know, <laughs> that's what you're going to do before you throw them in the pot. Mm. Well. And yeah. the girls were kind of like, oh, this one's Billy. And they're like, giving them names. <laughs> All right. So I'm just like, oh, Jesus. Oh, God, this is not going to go. I'm, I'm the needle is so far pegged. I'm in like plus 12 decibel red, you know, like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Sure enough, Marlo is losing it. And I'm like, what's up? And she's like, I just feel sorry for the lobsters. And I'm like, okay. So there's like 50 layers of things here going on for Marlo. One, we're going to eat this thing that's been in the sink that we've given a name to. Mm-hmm. Wait, all the animals that I know are cartoon characters that have families and a life and a history. Under the sea. Right. That's just one. That's just one. Of the litany of, you know, anthropomorphized characters that are animals. So I have to explain to her that lobsters don't have feelings. I didn't get into the research around that some pets might have feelings and whatever. I didn't get go there. But, like, the lobster doesn't have brothers and sisters. The lobster doesn't know who its parents are. The lobster doesn't a have lobster a lobster would just as soon kill you and everyone you love. Right. The lobster doesn't care. Lobster just wants to eat weird shit off the bottom of the ocean. Lobster doesn't give a shit. Right. <laughs> lobster lobster tastes really fucking good if you just give it a chance. Yeah, tomorrow night we're having honey bear. Didn't say that. What I said, <laughs> I've dropped the F-bomb so many times in this episode because of the alcohol. You're fine. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, I'll just, it's fine. So anyway, so I have this conversation with Marlo while everyone's enjoying lobster. There was some mussels, which I completely botched the cooking of because the grill wasn't hot enough. That's a tale for another day. But I said to Marlo, you know. A lobster tail. The lobster doesn't know. The lobster doesn't feel itself getting boiled, and it's like the spa. Eat, and then and so then. that's the, so then then I had to make the jump to we eat animals. The last like, spa visit of your life. Mm-hmm. The like, wait, carousel, the Logan's Run for lobsters. So we, <laughs> carousel, carousel. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we, um, I'm telling her like we eat. You know, like when you eat a hamburger, that's a cow. That was a cow one time. And what? We, wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. So that's I'm, what it is? Shit. It did can you, be. Uh, I mean, there's turkey burgers, too. There's also oh, a veggie okay. burgers. Did you just go ahead and tell her about Santa Claus, too? Nope. Uh, hmm. I did not. Uh, we, we did watch Elf a couple nights ago because they wanted to watch it in the summer for some reason. I don't know. And by the way, Marlo, guess how you were made? <laughs> the store. So anyway, um, <laughs> no, I... It was, but it was a heavy conversation. I mean, and I realized, holy shit, that the way I've never talked about food like this with my girl. Mm-hmm. And you know, so we get back to the table after the settling down, and she goes, "I want to, I want to, I want to touch the lobster." <laughs> and it's cooked at this point, so it's you know got oh, okay. the beautiful red everything, and it's you know, mm-hmm. looking really good. 
Yeah. She goes over and she touches and she's like putting her fingers on it, whatever. And and I'm like, you know, and I'm kind of I'm trying not to make any kind of a deal out of any of this, other than just being encouraging and like creating a safe space, but not really acknowledging it. Sort of just like, yeah, whatever, no big deal. So I get my lobster and I'm making my little lobster sandwich, a lobster roll, and which is awesome. And she comes back to sit by me, and she's got the claw. Someone I like broke off a claw for her. I think maybe I broke off the claw. I went over to get my stuff of it. I'm like, you know, I'm like, here, look at the claw. And so she's like into it. And I'm digging meat out of the claw in front Enjoy of her. Enjoy eviscerating this animal. Yeah. I'm like, here I go. I'm going to just see this. Who was your friend shortly? Not right. that long ago. Right. Well, my girlfriend very, very like brilliantly, which is, you know, reason 8,000 million hundred jillion why she's my girlfriend. She took the rubber band off the claws so that the girls wouldn't know which lobster was which. Mm. So, so you could assume that somebody else was eating Elsa or whatever it was named. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, Marlo is watching me dig lobster meat, cooked lot beautiful claw meat out of the, the claw, which is a pain in the ass, if you know. And... I'm pulling out. It's, it's beautiful and it's love. white, and I'm, I'm just taking little bites. And she's like, "Can I taste some?" And I'm like, "Of course." I dig it out, and she's like, mm, "Okay." So she tasted. So she went from "I feel sorry from this lobster" to mm-hmm. taking a bite of lobster, and she has the claw still. The claw is on her countertop. So you're saying she's a sociopath? No, what I'm saying is that <laughs> one of us. One she's of us. not as picky as the other kids, <laughs> and two, that was quite a journey for her to take in the space of an hour. Oh, yeah, going it's awesome. from, you know, like it's huge, right? That's a big deal. And I, I'm going <laughs> to, I went through that too. Cause really? my, my grandfather used to come. So my grandfather, I, we lived in Connecticut. My grandfather lived in Pennsylvania he, and they would vacation in Massachusetts. And on the way back, they would bring lobsters. Mm. And, um, and so we, we always had, they would come and they would have live lobsters and we would, murder the lobsters ourselves and then um <laughs> rip their bodies apart and dunk their um mm-hmm. their boiled court you know flesh into um <laughs> hungry sort of heated up um cow excrement <laughs> are you shitting me <laughs> sorry i had to uh i just want to say uh little jewish boys did not have this problem yeah little it, jewish boys from religious families did not have this problem no, right yeah you're not yeah yeah, but like mom would sometimes bring home like the whole chicken or the whole turkey or whatever to cook, and that was disgusting because mm-hmm. uh, like you much preferred it not so morphized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was all right. <laughs> well, uh, the thing I wanted to avoid not so anthro, right? Exactly. Yeah. The thing I wanted to avoid was that that I will never eat seafood. Uh, like that was what I wanted to avoid was that she would have some kind of crazy experience with this and hate seafood the rest of her life. I'm like, I'm seeing this as an inside out, you know, giant memory ball rolling down the thing. <laughs> like, what color is this memory ball no, going to be? Oh, there yeah. goes seafood world. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I was like, I was the man on the wire. Let's, let's just put it that way. I was man on wire, walking between the two in 1970. Where, where but it was. sounds like you nailed it. I don't know. So far, I'm feeling pretty good, though. I gotta say, I, I, that was a tough. You know, everyone was like, like I had this 
hour-long conversation with my girlfriend afterwards she's like i'm just trying to figure out what the like what's the right thing to do what's the balance of this like you know she wants to give love but then also be empathetic but Mm -hmm. also like there's a point where it's like you kind of have to toughen up and be like no it's tough love and so you know she's we're all figuring this all this out uh, and it's dinner you know it was just this crazy night i'm exhausted frankly after that vacation though (laughs) gotta say i'm exhausted just hearing the story but it sounds like a lot of work the truth is and this is not a popular opinion, I'm sure. <laughs> Shouldn't say the following. Uh, everybody's listening now, attentively. But like, I like humans eat meat, right? Not all yeah. of them, but the vast majority. And sure. I'm totally fine with it. And so if I were in a place where they serve dog, I would eat dog. Like, I think it's interesting. I'd have to be pretty wasted. I have not had... <laughs> I'd have to have a lot of... Whip- I know. I have had horse. Gross stuff. I've had, I have a, had horse in Japan. Of course. Oh, yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> of course, a horse. That's, <laughs> a, that's a Dr. <laughs> Seuss rejected title. <laughs> Teaching your children to eat exotic food. Now, okay. if it was in Japan, was it like, was it sushi horse? It was. It was. Um, Whoa. What do they call it? It was cooked it? on the outside. It was like um, sort of braised on the outside, but it was very rare inside. Um, and it was sliced thin and you didn't get much of it and then you dipped it into um, soy sauce with uh, garlic and ginger. And of course the question on everybody's mind is what did you think? Yay or nay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to stop once for yay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. I think this is, uh, this is a good show, fellas. It was, it was huge. The yeah, show was huge. Definitely. Huge. Good energy. I got to work on that. I got to work on that. Cause I feel like I've got, I feel like I, I could do a good job on that Believe impression. Me. And I just haven't spent any time. Believe me. The way to make it work <laughs> is close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I lost a little bit, but if you think of your face and try to make it look the way you think Trump's face would look. <laughs> yes. Believe me. It gets a lot easier. Like, if you could see me right now, I could never do it in front of anybody other than Believe my wife. <laughs> it probably oh, is super creepy, too, with the eyes closed. Did you have, you have you seen the Peter Serafinowitz videos? No. I have not. Oh, my God. I'll find that one uh, and send it to you. It's, um, it, he, <laughs> he does gay Trump. <laughs> oh. oh. So he takes, he takes real Trump speeches and he dubs over them in, like, in like various different... like. Oh hysterical voices and one of them is this flamboyantly gay one. <laughs> we're gonna build the wall <laughs> a lot of people say to me are we really building the wall is it gonna be a real wall it's a real wall <laughs> guys i'm sharing this photo with you because i trust you not to post it on the wider oh, internet okay. i'm not gonna i'm not Oh my God! <laughs> Just taken with my iPad. That's the. Fa- I didn't even know what it looked like until I took the photo. But that's what I look like. That's pretty, pretty good, good. Lux. You're you're yeah. turning into a hippie with that hair, though. I gotta say. Yeah, I mean, the, I'll up. I'll be shaving Not the, the first uh, the beard time. off this weekend. Not the first time. Yeah, no, it's the, it's He's the, had long hair before. No, no, but longer than I've seen in a while. I gotta say. Yes, that's, that's a great. True. You look like you might be having a seizure of some kind <laughs> or a stroke. <laughs> Yeah, or you've had several. You've had two. You've had you've had a stroke on each side I of your face. I had a huge stroke. It was the best. That's stroke. also what I call whacking. A lot of people say, <laughs> "Was it a good stroke?" It was a very good stroke. Trust me, <laughs> I have the best strokes. 
Hey listeners, one more thing in good news. The copy says that I can uh, use my own voice if I swear, swear, and if I'm funny, be funny. <laughs> well, shit. Roan makes stylish activewear from innovative and custom fabrics built specifically for men. Those are people with penises, just to be clear. We use innovative fabrics, not we, the host of Turning This Carman, but we at Roan. These innovative fabrics such as SilverTech, which involves melting down pure silver and weaving it into a yarn. None of that half-pure server silver, silver, none of that half pure silver, none of that, you know, artificial, this is pure silver. They melt it down, weave it into a yarn. It's antimicrobial and anti-stink. So your gym clothes will no longer smell, you disgusting. GQ magazine in their article, The Truth About Anti-Stink Gym Gear rated Roan's products number one, beating out premium competitors like Lululemon. The New York Post calls it activewear fit for Superman. I'm more like Lex Luthor. As I've said on the show many times, my Roan hoodie is the finest clothing I own. It feels great. It really, really, truly, sincerely does. To check out their brand new collections, visit Roan.com slash T-T-C-A. That's R-H-O-N-E dot com. Right now, they're offering Turning This Car Around listeners an inside deal for 15% off your first order with the code T-T-C-A. That's Roan.com slash T-T-C-A. Once again, R-H-O-N-E dot com and the code T-T-C-A. Made for men, fit for kings.